Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action. Your dungeon master, Caperka. 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 And here I have so Anna Brewster <laughs> Urbanson. <laughs> playing Evil in the Paladin. And next to her is Jaba Kanabinabe. Jaba Kanabinabe. Kanabinabe. As D.F. Woodrow, the human rogue. Then we have Na Shapa <laughs> as Paulton the Bard. <laughs> Ali Kara <laughs> as Strix the Tiefling Sorcerer. And Travis McElroy. <laughs> That's just my real name. <laughs> as Magnus Burnsides. You might know from other shows like The Adventure Zone. That's my other. <laughs> yeah. So, when last we left the party, there was a throwdown at the docks with some agents of the Xanathar Guild, whom you dispatched with the aid of Zentarum operatives that you thought were your enemies. You have now uh, made your way into the city of Waterdeep, the four of you, with your entourage that includes a GIF Commodore named Warrington Munt, an owlbear named Waffles, and a small little wooden puppet man named Simon Seppa Marthane. <laughs> Attract, attracting a fair amount of attention, uh, but uh, people of Waterdeep have seen this kind of cavalcade of circus freakdom before. So uh, they're, not entire, they're not put out or anything, uh, but they do sort of stop, gawk, and... Uh, Roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and tweet on social media. Uh, when you enter the Yawning Portal Tavern, there's a bit of a gasp from some of the people in there when they see waffles lumber in behind you. And a barmaid uh, sort of says, oh, we don't allow owlbears in here. <laughs> At which point, the guy behind the bar, who's this handlebar mustache, curly-haired guy who... Um, has a few scars and is cleaning glass. Says, "No, it's it's okay, Bonnie. That one looks tame enough." She sure is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Waffles just completely nonplussed. She just sort of looks around, scopes things out, and makes her way and just follows you basically 
uh, into the area where Is you that can. A bartender s- or a mixologist? A mixologist. <laughs> uh, yes. And Good uh, when you you see your frenemies, um, Dabble Starsong, the elf member of the Zentarum, and his half-orc bodyguard Yagra, sort of flag you over to their table where they're sitting alone. Can I have Waffles try to go to sleep under the table? Like, only her head will fit, but she can just... Right, yes, absolutely. Okay. And she just plops down and starts to snore. Good. It sounds like they're doing business. Can I go meet the, the barkeep and just be like, can I use your kitchen? <laughs> Why? I wanted to make some pies. Okay. <laughs> and she'll go make some pies. Okay. She washes her hands, by the way. <laughs> All right, uh, so you can see the kitchen is empty of people. It's um, not very well organized. Uh, and you start to just sort of rifle through things and uh, move, pull things out of their cabinets, lay them out on tables, and look around for ingredients. Um, you realize many of the cupboards are quite high, so you need something to stand on. I'll just use my broom. Oh, geez, okay. <laughs> so the rest of you are kind of sitting down, and this big cloud of smoke... <laughs> Comes out through the doorway. Straight to the bar for me, please. All right. Yes. <laughs> Diaz uh, will attend to business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You do it, buddy. We all believe in you. Uh, while you sit down with Davil and Yagra, you can hear and see in a corner, um, in a shadowy dark corner, a lone musician playing a lute that looks like it's seen better days and might actually be missing a few strings. And he's just sort of plucking away at a song. And it kind of sounds terrible, but... He doesn't seem to mind, and neither do any of the patrons. I'm going to walk over there. <laughs> With or without your drink? Uh, can I slam it real quick and then go Yes. Over? Cool. I slam it, <laughs> get my courage, I walk over and be like... <laughs> uh, he will just hand you his three-string lute. Is it very nice of him? Is it relatively in tune? Does it sound like... Bing, bing, bing. Uh... <laughs> uh it, it seems like it's tuned, yes. I guess I'll uh, play a little diddle. Okay. If I Evelyn see. was trying to help Diaz, but as soon as that happened, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <sighs> Diaz is alone doing yeah. business, right. Right. Well, yeah. Strix will come back pretty fast. Well, it'll take, you, well, it'll take you a while to make your pie, though, right? And she'll come back and forth. So oh, just put the okay. pie in. Oh, so you've actually got it already made. Huh? Yeah, she'll, she'll just make it really fast, then just, like, run back out while it's cooking. Just, oh, okay. Like, uh, so, Diaz, you're sitting now alone um, <laughs> with these two Zentarum operatives. Yes. Uh, and they're... they're very, uh, you can make a performance check. Since this loot is missing several of its strings, I'm oh, going to say God. make that a disadvantage. Okay. I'm just going to roll on here. Let's save. All right, so that one's good. Oh, that Ooh. one's better. Uh, well, okay, disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, so... And he's like, if you, can get a, if you can get a G out of that, uh, uh, 23. I will worship you like a god. 23. 23. Wow. I saw the rolls. It was legit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Evelyn, you are struck by the magic that unfolds before you. And uh, many other patrons, too, are like, what is that? What is that noise? That sounds good. Yeah. And you shush them all up, and they, they quiet down instantly. And uh, Diaz. Yes. Davil just sort of uh, wags his eyebrows at you and uh, holds a hand out to you to shake it. Uh, I'll, I'll you can see he's got a, a ring on one finger in which 
in the signet, you can see the winged serpent insignia of the Zentarum. And there's a tiny little gemstone in its mouth. This ring, have I seen it on other Zentarum before? No. Okay. So this, this, this is a very expensive piece of jewelry. He probably had a custom made. All right. Uh, I'll take the hand. Mm. Quick scan of the room real fast. <laughs> sure. See if there's anyone else around here that could say maybe have like a bunch of eyes drawn on their face. <laughs> oh, I see. Or okay. something that could potentially, based on whatever limited knowledge I have, potentially Xanathar agents. Just at a quick scan around be like, hold on. And if there's like no one, then I'll accept it. Okay, make a perception check. Okay. Is this happening in the same room? Yes. Okay. Yeah, in the tap room. Uh, tw- 28. Okay, you scan the room, and you can see that there are some dwarves playing darts in one part of the room, and they're kind of loud and boisterous. There's a figure sitting near them with his table piled up so high with food, you can just kind of see his hat uh, behind it. And uh, um, uh, bar folk are just sort of coming with new... Uh, uh, mugs and things and taking away the old stuff and uh, he seems very uh, loud and gregarious um, up to the point where Paulton starts playing and then he sort of quiets down. Hmm. All right. Uh, Other than that, it's actually kind of quiet because you're here fairly early. Yeah. Um, so the, the crowd is pretty thin. The awning portal has a huge well or hole in the middle of it that descends down into darkness and the tables are arrayed around it. And then it has a balcony overhead that's mostly abandoned. You don't see any movement or anything up there. All right, great. So after that quick scan, I'll uh, take the hand and give it a nice okay. firm. Make a saving throw. Constitution <laughs> saving throw. <laughs> oh, that's good. Ha. Uh, 20- I was just kidding. You don't need to make oh. a saving throw. <laughs> What's real, Chris Perkins? He's, he's, he's got a very delicate handshake. <laughs> All right. He just got trolled so hard. <laughs> I, I was like, no! Right. And uh, he says, DF, yes. I want to be straight with you. Good. And then he gives you a wink. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. (laughs) (laughs) The Xanathar Guild has been causing us some problems. We tried to reach out to them to create a mutually beneficial partnership in the city so that we can conduct our business without their interference. And, well, that didn't go so well. Intelligence is coming in now. Uh, My spies are coming back to us with news that Zentarum operatives... Or, sorry... uh, Yeah, Zentarum operatives are threatened, being threatened by Xanathar Guild members who are coming up out of the sewers. Since you were so gracious enough to help our friend Wandala at the docks, I fear some of that flack may fall on you and your friends. Guilt by association. I got a feeling you're right, just based on some recent things I saw on the web. And for that, I apologize. On behalf of the Zentarum. Deeth kind of takes a moment, like, almost kind of squints and looks away. Do, does this seem like a sincere apology? Make an insight check. And probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there is a weight to his words that okay. you don't sense any undercurrent of duplicity. Right. Uh, still on edge just because it's something I'm very not used to seeing coming from Zentarum. Yeah. Uh, Deeth will say... Uh, Apologies accepted. We just aren't seeking any kind of conflict or trouble. We 
just trying to get home. I know, I know. All the same, I feel like we owe you one. So should you require our assistance in any matter, don't hesitate to come to me. Interesting. And if I wanted to get a hold of you? I will be here. I have a... Well, this place is my home. Right. While I'm in Waterdeep. Okay, so... And if you can't find me, talk to Yagra. Understood. She always knows where I am. And anything? Absolutely anything. <laughs> All right, and you're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see people are leaning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, hearts are rising from Evelyn. Of course. Into the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Waffles has sort of crawled across the floor <laughs> over next to Evelyn and has just sort of got her beak on her paws Aww. listening to the conversation. Um, you haven't seen Simon since you went off to play. I'm a terrible Do player. I like, do I, do I just like realize this? Yeah. I like immediately stop. Bang. I'm just like, my son. <laughs> and I just I, like run off. My son. <laughs> I, my son. I'm a bunch of My boy. As, just, as, as soon as he stops, she stands up and she's like, watch for new tour dates for the Drunken Dads who are coming soon. Coming soon. Watch your scratch. Drunken Living. Yeah. Drunken uh, Living. Make a perception check to see if you can find him. Do this again. All right. Mm, that is twelve. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you can see him standing outside. Uh, he's gone out, and there are kids oh. talking around him. Like oh, they've no. just completely surrounded him. He made friends. <laughs> yeah. I like. You flash back to Barovia when he shot a kid in the neck with a dart and killed it. <laughs> Yeah, you guys remember that time Simon killed a kid? We still what? have him. Shit, I it's okay. That. Yeah, I, Welcome, though. <laughs> I remember this, and I go to, like, try and get him out of there, and I just kind of go, like... <gasps> and uh, he's the, Simon can't talk, uh, but the kids are um, having a great time just kind of uh, playing around him, and uh, you can see that there's a young girl with a wooden sword strapped to her belt, and she's sort of kind of dancing around with him and uh, sort of spinning him around and things like that. She's, she's taller than he is. Okay, um, so But there. he seems to be having a pretty good time. He's Simon just, found love. His yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <the> first love. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, Paul literally yep. pulls up a chair with, like, his drink and just... <laughs> yeah. She touches him. <laughs> uh, a flying snake zips past you and goes into the inn. Is that like a normal thing in your guys' games? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. It's a pretty tame so far. Okay. Yeah, this has been, yeah. 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 And it's got a gleaming, um, sort of multicolored, almost rainbowic scales and black wings. Do I consider its posture threatening? <laughs> uh, you... Uh, No. (laughs) You can see that it has in its coils what appears to be a sort of crunched up scroll. Having seen that at least once before, you know it's some sort of messenger snake. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, the messenger snake. Ah, As they uh, are. Ah, that old trope. Yeah. (laughs) Again? (laughs) Has it already, like, whipped past me? Yeah, the first you see of it, it's just a... past you into the establishment. All right, I'm going to keep watching my boy. Okay. 
Uh, Diath, that snake comes to your table. Sure does. Uh, drops the scroll uh, into Davil's hand, and then immediately goes up and kind of winds itself up around a rafter. All right. Davil unfolds it, looks at it, passes the message to Yagra, and says, Our spies have found out what the Xanathar Guild is after now. Does sound like information that I should know? He um, asks Yagra to get past the note to you. And when you open it up, you see that it has the name Renair Never Ember written on it. Yenair? Renair. Renair. Yeah, R-E-N-A-E-R. Looking for a person? They're looking for something that was, well, the Xanathar believes that we stole something from him. We didn't. But now his operatives are looking for it. It's called the Stone of Golor. Interesting. So, wouldn't you guys, by chance, be also looking for this stone? No. Huh, because I remember <laughs> you talking to Wandala, and you kind of seemed to make it a point that I shouldn't know that. Oh, you heard that. <laughs> Well, to be clear, we think that if we were to recover the stone, we might be able to use it to negotiate a peace. And what does that have to do with me? Nothing, but maybe you can help me out. Okay, I ask again, why would I do this? Because we're friends, and friends help each other. Tricks bring the pie at this point? Yes. <laughs> you come out with this steaming pie. Uh, uh, I won't, you've made many pies in your long life. I'm not going to have you make a roll to see Yay! How, great, how great your pie is. Uh, yeah. But I will have you make a dexterity acrobatics check. Oh, oh gosh. To not... <laughs> because there is, there is a loose board behind oh. in the kitchen doorway that pops up occasionally. 16. All right. Uh, it pops up and you just sort of stop it with your hand. No! Still holding the pie. (laughs) Yeah. And you come out with this smoking pie. What do you do with it? Uh, I'll just set it on the table and be like, how's how's this going good? (laughs) Oh, thanks, Drix. You're welcome. Everything's great. Dennis will actually, like, just take the pie. (laughs) So, like, serious business face on this. (laughs) 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 He says, uh, are you familiar with the Neverember family? I am not. Uh, Am I? Uh, yeah, you would know that Lord Never Ember, Dagalt Never Ember, used to be the open lord of Waterdeep. Oh. The highest ranking lord in the city, the sort of figurehead leader of the city. He was drummed out not too many years ago, a couple years ago, for suspected um, corruption while he was off repairing the city of Neverwinter. And so Never Ember was in Neverwinter. Neverwinter. Winter. Okay. Mm. Yes, exactly. Mm. He has a son who uh, stayed behind in the city, and his name is Renair. So, having been here for a, a while now, uh, and he was ousted from the masked right. lords, yes. uh, would I have an inclination of who possibly replaced him? Yes, you know that the current open lord is a woman named Laral Silverhand. Okay. All right, and they believe the stone is owned by Raynar? They believe that Raynar knows where the stone is because his father made it. Oh. Uh, Hearing all this and getting the information, Diaz will then be like, 
What is so important about this stone? <laughs> I start to like stick her hand in the pies, like. <laughs> that I don't know. Would I know any magic stuff about something like this, or is mm-hmm. it no? No. Nope. Like, I've heard of that. He says, putting yeah. names on a mailing list for people who want to get updates about the drunken dying. <laughs> okay. Paul yeah. at this point, like during their exchange, is just kind of like snuck up behind and is just adding like really intense atmospheric instructional music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the list grows. The list grows. And Devil says, if the Xanathar Guild is planning, if the Xanathar Guild is planning, Ring. could you stop that? <laughs> We can't all be men of taste. <laughs> if the Xanathar Guild is planning to kidnap Renair Never Ember, it would be a political disaster. You understand the benefits that could be contained, uh, gained by pre- preventing that and protecting this young man? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Where would I try to, where would I find uh, Raynar? Well, we keep a close eye on our friends in the city. He is attending a convention in the Sea Ward called ChairCon. <laughs> that sounds stupid. Do the people bathe there? Because I've heard stories of these cons. <laughs> there have been sordid escapades in the corners of the old manse where the convention is known to take place. But it is innocent enough. Local artisans make fancy chairs and people sit in them. It's a lot wow. more fun than it sounds. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love the chair community. I'm just like, I love it. Sounds great. Sign me up. How do we? How do we get? Can, can we have can a panel? I can bathe. I'll sit right in. There are also chairs of historical antiquity on display there. <gasps> it's pretty cool. <laughs> do I get in free if I smell bad? Well, you might want to do something about that. This this place in the Sea Ward, it's an upscale location. What? They probably won't let you in if you're brandishing visible weapons and flies. What? <laughs> your flies sort of retreat back into your hat. <laughs> a couple die. Like, oh. I just, I'll just look at Evelyn like, I'll see if I can get us on VIP. Don't worry. By the way, you also, also still Strix have like streaks of dry blood on you from your battle at the docks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And Evelyn flung the sword at me and covered yeah. in blood. And I was like, ah! <laughs> cool. Uh, but Davil looks at you and he says, I can whip up a prestidigitation to clean you up somewhat. Please don't. Please do. <laughs> and... Uh, I can furnish you with some new attire. Ooh, it sounds nice. Start to hyperventilate. <laughs> no, just, no, no, I don't need it. It's fine. Pons, oh, is this the makeover episode? Stop, no, yes. no, Are we about to? No, this no. is the makeover episode. No, no, montage, no. montage, montage, montage. No, no, yes. No. yes. So cut to a series of rooms in the back of the. <laughs> no. In the back oh. of the awning portal no. where people are. People are getting fitted. They're trying to put, like, a dress on Strix, uh, and she's just, like, tearing it to shreds. It's like, but I already started the montage music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so are, how many of you are going to go for the... Uh... I mean, Evelyn's always down for a makeover, but I just made this cosplay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> No, she does. She totally goes okay. for it. She gets... And uh, since you... Uh, they'll, they'll give you... They'll make sure that their room's set aside to put your things in, um, and uh, Dernan will make sure that you have keys to your doors and things Sorry. like that. I think... I think she... Um, 
I think she goes. Sorry, Siri. I think she goes for um, like a more. She's she's kind of sad to give up the dress, you know, because yeah. she was only wearing it because it was the only thing. But there being in Waterdeep, she kind of heaves a sigh and she goes for like a heavily embroidered, very paladin-looking right. tunic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know that being a paladin of the Church of Lathander, uh, you know, as long as your everything looks nice, you can pretty much go anywhere in the city you want with your armor. Nobody's going to bother you. Mm-hmm. Um, Lathander is held in great reverence and respect here. Okay, uh, Strix, <laughs> what do you envision yourself looking like at the end of this process? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You make it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about what does Evelyn pick out for her? Yes. What oh. Is Evelyn, yes. Yeah. Uh, hmm. But she's very reluctant still. But also, she she polymorphs her staff into the yeah. owlbear doll. Okay. She's like, I'm not leaving this here. Yeah. So I see, think- Waterdeep is a combination of cosmopolitan, but also very provincial. There's a lot of provincial influence still in the city. So um, I'm thinking, you know, something Holland, like hippie <laughs> long stockings, like. Oh God. No, hard pass. I think hard pass. (laughs) Evelyn wants to keep her with her normal aesthetic. She doesn't want to shock her too much because she respects Strix and her brand. So (laughs) she learned that from Omen. Yes. (laughs) She goes for like a like an updated version with like a brocade, very structured, but like lots of feathers. You know, because the feathers are the accoutrement. This sounds expensive. How do we buy this? Of course, it's expensive. They make a deal for exposure. <laughs> Strix is going to wear it around Waterdeep and tell everyone where she got it. I, here's what I'm envisioning Evelyn convinces Strix that this is how a black staff would dress. Ooh, yes, exactly. Strix okay. agrees, and it's like a cool, like, maid robe kind of thing that's like. With like a high collar yeah. with the feathers all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Strix, and lots of like Strix. black, dark brocade and stuff. Sure. She agrees yeah, yeah. to that because Evelyn has convinced her that's how a black staff dresses. And then she takes her album and is like, hmm. And she polymorphs it back into her staff. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and a very jaunty hat. A jaunty hat? Yeah. Davil comes in and checks on you all periodically and makes comments about things that you could do just to fix yourself up a little bit more. And then he suggests, oh, um, I can make arrangements with Dernan to keep an eye on your pet. Oh. Why, what, wouldn't she come with us? I don't know if they'll allow an owlbear to... Doubtful. Chaircon? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't they make owlbear chairs? Not yet, Evelyn. Not yet. All right. Maybe we should leave Simon with him, too. Where is Simon still... Playing? I look over yeah, like, yeah, you sort of go out onto the balcony because you're on the second floor now in one of the rooms. You sort of peer out and you can see he's sort of running around the well with children chasing after him. And you can see they're also playing on the rigging that is used to lower people up and down the well. That seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Simon. Okay, you come down the stairs, spiral wooden stairs, down to the ground floor. Simon sort of collides into you because he's running with his head turned around backwards Mm -hmm. and making faces at the kids chasing after him. Mm -hmm. And he just slams right into you. Mm -hmm. All right, Grandma, I'm just like, okay, Simon, listen here. We have to go to a con. I know, it's horrible, but (laughs) it's work-related, so we don't have much of a choice now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, now, are are these kids being nice to you? Okay. And you know they're just kids. So, sleep dart. (laughs) (laughs) If it comes to that. Got it? Okay, I'm trusting you. If we come back 
and there's dead children. <laughs> if I see one dead thing, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm so upset, but really, I'm so proud of you. Now we're going to go. Got it? You're a good boy. And that's it. All right. So you all march down the stairs, uh, uh, shock the crowd with your beautiful, clean clothing, uh, cast off your armor. Uh, what weapons and accoutrements are you keeping? Strix, you said you want to keep your staff. Yeah. I'm okay. just pretending I'm like the black staff now. Yep. I'm like, yay, okay. I live in a mage tower. <laughs> uh, you had mentioned that they pretty much said that uh, any kind of uh, weaponry there just would not be allowed. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Unless it was something decorative, like an ornamental dagger is easily brought in. Even right. is very uncertain about this, about uh, this no weapons thing, as she is covered in weapons. Uh, Diaz will uh, pretty much leave behind almost everything. Uh, throughout whatever he's wearing, he'll find a way to tuck away his uh, lockpicks uh, should he need it. And then one of his uh, standard throwing daggers, he'll find okay. a way to kind of like slide into a boot or maybe like up a glove if he's got one of those or something. Yep. Just have that at the ready. And then he'll leave everything else behind. What about Gutter? Same? Yeah, Gutter will stay behind. What are you doing, Diaz? This seems foolish. The only foolish thing is that, I've been ki- that I still have you here. And I'll like, toss him away angrily. Okay. That was a talking nervous. weapon. Yeah. That's, that's Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> who, who is kind of the expert on whether or not they will allow these weapons in? Like, is, who's you, telling us that? You, well, Davil is saying that's sort of the decorum. Uh-huh. But you won't know what you'll be allowed in until you get to the house. She keeps showing him every one of her weapons, trying to explain why they're decorative. <laughs> See, this one has really intricate working on the, the branches. I'm not the one you have to convince, my dear. Hmm. Just tell him that Treebane is a uh, Marthane family heirloom. Well, that'd be a lie. I'll tell him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just takes all of her weapons. She does, however, she has two javelins left. Yes. And she looks at those, and she's kind of thinking, like, Maybe those have a good chance. So she can she find a way to either either herself or have someone in the tavern like engrave them pretty or something like that. They probably can't do that on such a short notice. But what they can do is fit them with some decorative tassels. Oh yeah, they're flags now. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they look like flags. Totally. So they're crisscross flags. Yeah. Just a, yeah, yeah okay, exactly. Good. All right. Perfect. And out you go into the city. Um, Davil says that I will have spies nearby, should things go awry? Awry. <laughs> I can't imagine they will. <laughs> I'll hand him a pie. <laughs> a pie like, she right. has a whole basket of them. She's, even though she's dressed all fancy, she's just going to be like, pie is a three copper. <laughs> the travel through to the sea ward is pleasant. You leave the castle ward, you cut through the market, and you enter a section of the city that's on high ground, it's higher than the rest of the city, tucked north of Mount Waterdeep, right up against or abutting the coast. But there is a high wall that separates you from the water, so you can hear it, but you can't see it. Um, These houses are old money homes, big stone structures, tall, majestic, with yards and and walls enclosing their property. Um, Old, old, old buildings. Um, Many of them have not been so well-maintained and look a little decrepit. Uh, others are immaculate. Having lived in Waterdeep so long, would we, like, know any of the families that lived in these 
houses? Like, would we recognize them? You'd know, but you'd know them by name. Okay. Yeah, and they've been they've been here forever, as long as you've been alive. Like, oh, there's the Umbrusque estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's seen better days, and you know that kind of thing. Oh, they uh, repainted. Yeah. Did you want to t- <laughs> Did you want to go on foot and take your time, or did you want to coach it? Uh, if the Zentarum are providing coach, they will do that. Was it coach? Ooh. Yes. Yagra will be outside and have a coach ready for you when you're ready to leave. So when you are dropped off at this old manse on Diamond Street, uh, you uh, pile out in front of an iron wrought gate that has two guards sitting in chairs uh, with their halberds leaning up beside them. And the How gate. How nice are these chairs? Uh, they're, they're very, very well made, uh, uh, probably local artistry, mm-hmm. um, beautiful scroll work on the handles, velvet on their seats. Mm, they must be new to the chair yes. scene. And you can see through the gate and, and beyond the wall, you can see that there are people wandering around in the yard and they all look like nobles, uh, dressed in their finest attire, women in beautiful gowns with head, uh, hats on uh, to protect their eyes from the sun and there are gardens and little um, tiny brooks rivulets of water flowing through that uh, have along paths strategically placed chairs and you can see that the men are all letting the women sit in the chairs um, <laughs> the whole just... chair convention takes place outside no uh, you can see the okay. front doors of the manse have another two guards sitting in chairs in front of them okay. facing each other <laughs> The, do- the front doors are wide open, and you can see a gaping hallway beyond, and there's just noise of voices coming through. Just chair noise. Chair <laughs> noise. <laughs> Lots yeah. of scooting. Yeah. Scooting, <laughs> scraping, all that kind of business. I will never understand um, that in my life. And as you've come out of your coach, and the coach is preparing to depart, you can see all around the estate, on the roads, are members of the Dung Sweepers Guild with their brooms just sort of cleaning up the streets here. That's not an uncommon occurrence in the okay. sea ward. There isn't a speck of dirt on any of the roads here. Evelyn loves that. Yeah. Strix wants to take the broom and start cleaning. <laughs> Evelyn, by mm. the way, mm. from this vantage point, you can see the spires of the morning rising up above the other rooftops um, a few blocks away, gleaming in the sun. Guys, look, remember? That's where we all oh. used to stay. Oh, yeah. Isn't that nice? That's the Temple of Lathander. Strix is picking up garbage off the ground. You know, the morning lord watches over us even yeah. now. Okay. Even yeah, in go. this moment. And Strix, as you're like picking up garbage off the ground, on one of the dung sweepers kind of takes offense ah! and asks for the garbage. Strix? <laughs> 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 <Tricks. laughs> yeah. And you, real, you realize all of a sudden you don't actually have a place to put the garbage, <laughs> even if you wanted to, because you're changed out of your regular attire. <laughs> Upset yeah. and frozen. So he looks rather, or she rather, she looks rather confused when you start crying over this handful of garbage. <laughs> she starts crying. <laughs> but she takes it from you nonetheless. I don't want to talk to the fancy people. Okay, when, okay. We, get, when we get home. When you go inside, um, past the nobles who are wandering around in the yard, you can see, yeah, there are lots of chairs everywhere. Some of them are behind um, velvet ropes. And you can see they look old, scratched, throne-like, many of them. And they have little placards next to them talking about where they came from and who sat in them and so why got, they're here. I got to bring all my weapons in? Nobody stopped you. Sweet. Yeah. That, I, I imagine that Evelyn did that thing where you just yeah. walk in like you know you belong. The, yeah. The guards didn't even bat an eye when she walks in with all her weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Security's kind of lacking here. Yeah. It's practically non-existent. Oh, that's yeah. concerning. Yeah. Did you bring anything? Yeah. And in fact, one of the guards by the front entrance, uh, he's not, he like, he's got his 
like sword on wrong, and <laughs> oh uh, no, huh? He just, he, he clearly a poser. <laughs> a poser. It's fine. Good Fake thing I brought all mine. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a volunteer. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He he doesn't look like a trained soldier or anything. He's but he's he's wearing like a a, a chair con livery. Evelyn starts pointing out chairs that are really pretty and being like, "Oh, Diaz, we need that chair. Diaz, we need uh-huh. one of those. Yep. Just don't let me yep. go home with more than like four chairs, because every time I go to a convention, I'm- Evelyn, you see this beautiful <laughs> alabaster chair uh, with this tree motif carved <gasps> into it." with all of these uh, gemmed acorns and a sign that says that this belonged to an elven princess. <laughs> and Evelyn? It's, it's behind the velvet rope. We need it. Maybe after work is done. We don't have any money. At, at the top of a huge sweeping staircase that has a red carpet uh, going all the way up it, there is a great stained glass window. And by the way, the outside of this house was basically wearing a jacket of ivy, um, sort of covered in greenery, literally up to its gables and rooftops with windows peeking out through the verge. Inside, it's like an old uh, Victorian house, lots of wood panel. You smell varnish and pine and other wood uh, scents filling the area. It's spotless. Nobles looking at you, uh, gliding back and forth from room to room, sitting in chairs, talking to each other, chatting, not paying you any mind. But at the top of the staircase, you see um, a man in a powdered wig who seems to be like a coordinator, a curator, and he's talking to some folks. All right. Uh, Diaz has been noticeably uncomfortable around all this, like, aristocracy. Yeah. Uh, is completely out of his element. Uh, he'll actually, like, approach Evelyn and point out powdered wig man and just be like... Should we, should we talk to him? Can you talk to him? Sure. What do we need? Uh, like four chairs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just ask him if uh, ask him if Raynar Never Ember is around. Raynar Never Ember. Okay. Um, and if he is, what do we want? To say hi to him. Okay. Halton Tears is just like, I got it. I'm gonna go up to him. Even yeah. uh, It's like when he sees you, uh, his his tongue just like. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Good, sir. How goes your day? So much better now. Thank you. <laughs> Never passes up an opportunity to flirt with Paulton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry to uh, be taking up your time. You seem like a very busy and handsome man. <gasps> oh, my goodness. <laughs> We're looking for a... Oh, no! <laughs> You're like... <laughs> So like the ch- the charm thing where Zavi turns back downstairs like what was his name? Reynard Never Ember. Right. Never Alabaster. <laughs> but never Never Ember. I he we are looking for oh, the one Brent, who laughs. Never Ember. Mm-hmm. I should have guessed. Mm, of oh my goodness. Yes, he's with an old friend of his in the piano room. Oh. Allow me to take you. Please do. <laughs> he's like leading us. I turn the part. I'm just like yeah, he's got a he's got an assistant. He just sort of takes a walking stick and then just sort of clunk, 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 clunk. he doesn't need it. It's an affectation, clearly. Mm-hmm. But he leads you off toward the piano room, and he he says, "Are you alone? We're all alone. There's a closet." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's dark. <laughs> uh, Warrington Munt, who you tried to lose back at the awning portal, um, is sort of. Uh, it sort of darkens the doorway behind you. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, standing there with his uh, beautiful military uniform, his gleaming medals uh, on his chest, and says, 
quite the experience, Ding Dong. Oh, Warrington, didn't realize you were such a chair fan. I love chairs. <laughs> cool, you should go find one to sit on. I just might. Thank you for having me along. I shan't get in your way. Excellent. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> he wanders. He leaves. Uh, are, are you guys all following Paulton up the stairs? Mm-hmm. At this point? Uh, yeah. All Except right. yeah. when we hear like the "Are you alone?" I think that we keep like a respectable distance, right? Yeah, yeah probably. You can see this man is harmless. He's just <laughs> yeah. he's just playing with you, um, but enjoying himself immensely. Mm-hmm. And uh, Strix is just hide like hiding behind Dia, like a little yeah. shadow. She just like hates following. these people. Yes, they're like following. I tell him just like, oh, don't mind them. They're my. Uh, these are my guest liaisons, as just... Of just, course, of, of course. course. Yes. yes. Very, very... Yes. They're very helpful. They are fantastic. Not, are you famous, perchance? I, I don't like to brag, but... <laughs> <laughs> he throws open these doors into a beautiful cherry wood room, at the back of which is a piano basically basking in colored light coming through a huge leaded glass window that faces off the back of the house. And there are two figures in the room uh, by the piano. One is a young man with a sort of tall, thin build, with long red hair down to his shoulders. Uh, And he's got a rapier uh, strapped to his belt and uh, ruffled sleeves, neck, collar. And he is talking to me. (gasps) (laughs) Yay! Yes. Uh, Magnus Barnside, who is a very beefy boy, um... (laughs) Dressed just like I am, <gasps> um, and he has uh, well. So he's a protection fighter. So he's got a shield uh, with lots of engraving on it, um, and he's just kind of pointing around, like, "Yeah, cherry wood. It's cherry wood. Is the piano? Is the piano chair? What's the piano? Do you know? Do, you, nice. do you play Magnus? Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. No." <laughs> <laughs> Renair will actually, uh, he's probably sitting at the piano and just sort of tapping keys. Play something I can dance to. Yes, he will do so. Magnus likes to dance and is not yes. good at it. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll do a dexterity yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, a two. <laughs> yes. So you actually kind of back up into an alabaster bust of something and it topples over and smashes oh, on the floor. I can fix that. I'll get <laughs> Whose house is this? <laughs> this isn't your house. Oh, right. Never mind. Uh, the powdered wig guy says, that is a loan from a museum. <laughs> well, you know, things break. <laughs> it's, it's sad, but, you know, you got to live in the moment. How good, how, how good is what he's playing on the piano? Uh, you can see that uh, Renair is a classically trained... A musician. I want to take out the loot that I still have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just want to, like, accompany. If All I'm right. Gonna... Yes. I think I'm going to phase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, hi. This powdered wig guy leans on you, Evelyn, because his knees go weak. We both lean together. <laughs> yeah. Just lean together. Rainier, it seems that we have uh, visitors. Yeah, he'll stop playing um, when he see. Uh, short after, well, actually, he won't, because you're, you're accompanying. Mm-hmm. He'll... He'll, he'll play as long as you do. And then it becomes like, who's going to stop first? <laughs> it gets more and more intense, and you can see little beads of sweat start to form on his brow. Paul's just... And he, says, he sort of says to you, I only know one song. <laughs> I don't know any songs. <laughs> don't tell anyone. I'm going to say Magnus turns to Evelyn... With all the weapons, they're like, hello, you must be in charge. Hi. 
<laughs> Why, thank you. I'm Pleasure. Evelyn Marthain. Very pleased to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Magnus Burnside. You can call me the hammer. Don't, no, don't do that. Just call me Magnus. <laughs> That's fine. Um, what do you do? What's your thing? I'm not good at small talk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't worry, I am. Tell me about your outfit. It's so nice. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, So this is armor. (laughs) (laughs) And like, so if someone tries to hurt me, it stops it. That's so (laughs) interesting. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, Oh, what a conversation. DF, you know stuff. On it. I approach (laughs) from (laughs) here. When you cut over to Renair... Yeah. Magnus, you see something in Dia's face that just immediately... Do I know you? Uh, you look so familiar. I, I don't believe so. I, this is my first chair con, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty new. How, wait, I, this is, sorry, this is gauche. Uh, how old are you? Technically? You, you don't ask for age on the first date. Fair. Uh, how long has it been since we started? Well, currently you look younger yeah. than you did when you started. Yeah. You're like 19-ish now. Right, so I'll be like 21, old enough to drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Couldn't be you then. The person I think I met about 10 years ago, another adventurer, looked just like you. Oh my gosh. What was their name? I, oh, what was their name? Was it? Huh. Strix peeks out from like behind you and is like, what? <laughs> you know, for the life of me, I can't remember their name. Uh, Spitting image, though. Is your adventurer family? Uh, No, it's just just me. Okay. So weird. Yeah. I was like, I I hate to interject, and I'm all for good small talk, but it feels like we have 44 minutes to uh, do whatever it is we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) We should speak with uh, with Mr. Never Whatever. (laughs) Never Whatever? I'm sorry, you, you came to speak to me. Oh, yes. Uh, you see, yeah, I, I mean, you're so well My father known. didn't send you, did he? I don't even know who your father is. I apologize. Oh, He's good. the other never ember. He's like older never ember. So, like, like see this guy? Yeah, I know what a father is. Renair will stand up and shake your hand politely, as, yeah. as nobles do. Uh, we, we came here because we know that you just uh, have such great knowledge of fine relics and artifacts. Who told you I was here? Whoever it is won't offend you. <laughs> that sound, I get it. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds right. Uh, Dieth will just straight up, will just drop the act at this point and just say, we believe that you may be in danger. Ah, Okay. Uh, are you familiar with the Xanathar? Yes. And then we believe they are f- seeking something that you know of and you know where it is. And we fear that they are coming for you to get that information any way they can. Okay. Uh, at this point in time, you hear screams downstairs. <sighs> yep. And My you turn. hear the sound of the front doors <laughs> just Close. Magnus goes running. <laughs> just, just, he's out. <laughs> yeah. He's running down towards wherever the wait. screaming is coming from. Oh, he's fast. Okay. Is he re- like running toward the fight? Oh, yeah. Evil's like, wait for me! <laughs> uh, describe what you're carrying or wielding as you charge. Uh, so I have a couple weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're real silly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> My main weapon is called the Flaming Raging Poisoning Sword of Doom. <laughs> and it was designed by an eight-year-old. Yeah. And it's incredible. <laughs> it has a scorpion tail on the tip, and it's on fire. And it does a lot of damage. She's on I have a sword on fire, too. Look. Excellent. Oh, that's amazing. I also have... So I dual wield, um, <laughs> and I also have uh, the chance lance, and the chance lance is the, uh, I believe, minute hand of a clock from like a clock tower that was blasted by the goddess Istis, and so I can throw it and recall it. Neat. Well, and she pulls out a javelin and holds that too. <laughs> oh, is yours blessed? Uh, we're all blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Does, does, does Paulton see his first weapon, or do, do you, like, take it out before you... Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think it looks like it was designed by an eight-year-old. Evelyn's <laughs> <laughs> just running after him, like, ah! All right, so these two go tear-assing out into the upstairs foyer. Uh, what are the other three of you doing with Renair in the room? You can see uh, Renair has got his hand just on his rapier because he realizes he's alone with three strangers and his friend just charged out of the room. Uh, Diaz will just like turn right back to him. He's like, and it looks like we were right. Apparently so. Renair, do you know any magic? <laughs> he says, uh, no, that's, that's not me, no. I have friends who do. I wish they were here. I know magic, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you? Hi, I'm Strix. Pleasure to meet you. Oh, Wow. <laughs> That's uh, he takes your hand <laughs> and kisses it. <laughs> Dieth, uh, <laughs> seeing this, Dieth like almost like immediately steps away, kind of like to interrupt the moment. It's like, uh, do you, is there like a back escape or anything you can use to get out of here? Uh, Strix acts like she's burned. She's like, <laughs> says, "This isn't my house, so I don't know." Shit. Magnus comes running back in. There is some crazy stuff going on. And <laughs> leaves again. All right. Yes. Wait, also, wait. like as as like Evelyn was like just running out, uh, and Paul's just and just. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> also goes with. Okay. I, I, I want to say to Rainier too that I could polymorph him into something so that he could he could easily hide. He says, "I'd rather not, but let's stay close." All right, you just stay right by me. I don't smell right now, so you won't hate it. <laughs> uh, he, he sort of uh, takes you by the hand. No, don't, no! <laughs> and you rip away from him. And and she'll, says, she'll hand him, like, oh, wait, she doesn't yeah. have her cloak on. She just doesn't know what to do. And he says, I, I, I apologize. He was like, I should have realized cosplay is not consent. (laughs) (laughs) She'll just like put her hands on his shoulder and be like, I will lead you forward. Okay, yes, you sort of push him forward uh, and he he allows that. Uh, uh, Magnus and Evelyn, as you barrel to the top of the stairs, you can see that there are some uh, aristocrats running around. uh, Women with their their gowns whipped up so they can run away. Uh, Men... uh, following them close behind, uh, shaking and shivering. Several on chairs with wheels on them trying to get away. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, You can see that uh, there's all kinds of chairs in the room below you. Then you see a figure come out. It is a noble woman. She's got her hat off her head in her hand, and there's a third eye in the middle of her forehead. There's just so many eyes. Their heads explode. 
Oh man, what? <laughs> she's just she's just looking around with this uh, third her all three of her eyes and kind of casts her glance up at the stairs. And behind her, uh, you can see another noble woman step forth. Uh, so one of them's in a yellow dress, another one's in a pink, and they both look up with their third eyes and see you at the top of the stairs. Uh, and then there is a boom sound of a door being smashed open and a bunch of bugbears and goblins come piling into the foyer below you. <sighs> cool. Are they friendly? <laughs> yes, you can, you can see that the two women with the three eyes point up the stairs and the goblins and bugbears just en masse like a carpet of pointy ears, bat noses, blades, and fur come running up oh. the stairs towards Magnus you. Magnus strikes the pose, but then, like, mm, kind of shifts to a different, like, oh, yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> Evelyn runs up behind him, like, <laughs> and there's, like, there's room at the top of the stairs so the two of you can basically just stand side by side oh, yeah, as this wave. Do we look epic like fight buddies? Yeah. You told Sick. me both of our swords on fire. And to, to everybody below you, you're just sort of like two silhouettes against a big stained glass window. Oh, that's, uh, that's cool. Shining like down that. on you with dappled colored light. As they do like this really cool like run up pose, Paulton just ruins it and just like kind of slowly walks up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can see this beautiful chair behind you, Paulton, uh, just sort of sitting there unused. He's kind of. I'm going to say that's the chair that Magnus made. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very proficient in carpentry. He's a master yeah. carpenter. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, on that chair is, uh, is named Sit Boy 5000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you see a little sign next to it that says Sit Boy 5000. How's it feel? Yeah. How does it, how does it feel? Made with grand artistry by one Magnus Burnsides. And Magnus turns back. It reclines. <laughs> <laughs> they recline yeah, like- you sort of slide back and the, the arms sort of move and you just sort of pop up. Uh, is it you? Yeah, yeah, I made that. Oh, do you do commissions? I do. Fantastic. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, if we don't Make die. a dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> Make a dexterity acrobatics check. You've never been in a reclining chair before. Okay. <laughs> Paul making that face everyone makes right before their chair falls over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For this chair roll, yeah. nat 20. Okay. <laughs> He's taking it so good. Paulson knows how to recline. Like, yes, you own this chair like a boss. <laughs> it's like it was made for you. It is. Yes, and then you sort of you notice that one of the armrests sort of flips up, and there's like switches, like buttons under the panel. I start pushing everything. <laughs> Everybody, roll initiative. <laughs> that is a natural one. Oh, oh my gosh! And do you add anything to that? I do. Uh, plus two, so three. Three. Uh, stop using this dice. <laughs> Strix? Uh, 16. Diath? 22. Nice. Evelyn? 12. And Paulton? 9. 9. Okay. Uh, so the first to go is going to be Diath. So with all that chaos going down there, I'll turn back to Radar and just be like, uh, if she's going, she can handle it. But just in case, we should find somewhere to hide and or make an escape. And if things go really, really bad, uh, what was the name of the stone from earlier, Chris? The Stone of Golor? Golor, yeah. yeah. I'll ask him, like, do you know where the Stone of Golor is? Mm-mm. No. Do I believe him? Make an insight check. Strix has let go of him at this point. It's like, ugh. Uh, maybe? 15. Um, you are not altogether sure he's telling the truth. You get the sense that... Actually, let me change that. Sure. He's not lying to you. 
but he is not volunteering a piece of information above and beyond that that you think he knows. All right. Uh, so we came in through this one door with like the grand piano and everything. Yeah. Is there a separate exit aside from that? Yeah, you can see that there are various doors around this room that don't lead out to the foyer, but to other places in the house. Okay. Um, and actually, there's, a, there's an open stairway in one corner, a spiral staircase that goes down. That goes down? Yeah. Oh, that's trouble. Um, I guess I'll, I'll uh, point out to Strix and to uh, Reynard that we should head towards like the other door and kind of start escorting him just to see if we can potentially get him out of here or at least find a better place to hole up. And as we're doing this, like, Dieth is still just pressing for information. It's like, do you know what the Stone of Golor is? Um, he says... No. Do I believe him? <laughs> Make an insight check. I do. Okay. Um, no, uh, you don't think he's lying to you, but uh, he's, there's clearly something he's not telling you. Right. Uh, again, just still going. It's like, have you ever heard of the Stone of Golor? Why do you keep asking me about this thing that I have nothing to do with? Because it's why they're after you. Well, maybe they just don't know anything. Maybe they're dumb. <laughs> Always a possibility. <laughs> uh, and, uh, that's when uh, the wave of bugbears slams into Evelyn and... Um, Magnus. Magnus, thank you. Uh, the two bugbears in the lead... Would you like to scream into battle with me? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, uh, so the two bugbears uh, facing off against you, uh, Evelyn, you currently aren't wearing your armor. Correct? I'm not? Oh, no, you are. Yeah, yeah. I would not yeah. go to a con right. without my Sorry, armor. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yes. You uh, are not hit, because he only rolled a 12. Ting, ting. Okay. Uh, Magnus, this bugbear rolled a 23. That does hit. Class. Okay. Uh, then he slams into you with a morning star. Yikes. And does six points of damage. Okay. You haven't been hitting that softly in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I have 131 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this is going to last. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> he just snarls. Doesn't evil Scrunches his bad face. I got 115, boy. Hey. Nice. There we go. Fulton hears that number in game and goes, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> and Strix, what do you do as you and Diath are ushering Renair from this room? All right. Can I see the staircase from here, line of sight? You don't have line of sight to any of the bad guys. You just hear the racket. Darn. Um, is there anything around me that I could animate? All the kinds piano. of things. The piano? <gasps> you could animate the piano. <gasps> I'm going to animate like the, Mario the 64? piano. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so you cast animate objects on the piano, yes. and you can see that its legs uh, start to bend its clawed feet start to flex their claws. Yes. Uh, and it begins to move about the room, uh, playing as it does. All right. I'm like, no, don't stop playing. Go attack. <laughs> you point toward where they are? Yeah. Okay. It goes stomping off in that direction. And, Paulton, you hear this most unnerving noise. Do you, like, see it coming? Yes. It's like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and after casting the spell, you just continue to move with Renair. Yeah. Coming up that spiral, you can hear footfalls coming up that spiral staircase into the room that you're about to leave. Great. Okay. Mm. 
And uh, then it is Evelyn's turn. Uh, so am I in in melee with these bugbears? Yes. Now? So I- they are like one one or two steps below you, um, but they're still as tall as you because they're very tall. They're like seven feet tall, and you're you know small. So I think I'm going to be like uh, Magnus. You got these ones? Oh yeah. Okay, she's going to go ahead and disengage, even if it provokes an attack of opportunity, and go straight for the the ladies with the third eye. Okay. And she's going to be like, watch this, with her um, flying boots. Okay, the two bugbears will take swings at you, and both will miss you. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, nice! You fly down with your wing boots and land amidst these two women. And I just want to, with uh, the heart of Spinelli. Okay, go ahead. That's a two. So, <laughs> so that's a total of ten. Dice and got a two. Okay. I know. I tried. <laughs> so here's the good news: they're not armored and they have no dexterity bonus. So your two hits one of them. <laughs> awesome. All right. So that one does. You um, plus eight to hit. So. Yes, I do. So that's going to be four, uh, eight, uh, eighteen, plus four, twenty-two. Yeah, you just completely carve through her, light her dress on fire, Ooh. and she collapses into a burning heap at your feet. And then I take my second attack. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yay! And as she falls, by the way, you see the middle eye on her forehead disappear. Oh, good riddance. Um, that is a 24 to hit. Oh, yes. So that lady, the, which one is it? Pink dress lady or yellow dress lady? You just cut down yellow dress lady. Sorry, yellow dress lady. That dress was real pretty. Now it's dead. <laughs> uh, six... Eight, uh, ten plus four, fourteen. Okay. Pink dress lady. You kill her as well, and she falls at your feet. How are the dresses? Uh, since you're carving into them with your flaming sword, uh. I'm gonna say dresses not faring too well. She looks up at Magnus. <laughs> you can see Magnus is standing at the top of the staircase with, and the whole staircase is just covered with goblins and bugbears. There must be like twenty of them. On the stairs. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to Paulton. So you're, mm-hmm. are you going to just push buttons on this chair? Um, <laughs> so I see that the whole staircase is covered with these things. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's not too far. I can just, like, walk up, right? You, yeah, you can hop out of the chair and walk up. Okay, cool. So I walk up to Magnus. I put a hand on her shoulder. I'm like, pardon me. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then take like a few steps. Okay, yeah. And I'm gonna do a uh fifth level thunder wave to blast oh. All right. <laughs> Everything break. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, and that's a fifteen is it fifteen foot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Just a, all off the stairs. And what's the DC? Uh that is a I think fifteen. Okay. You're going to hit 12 of them. <laughs> Out of how many? Out of 20. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. And go ahead and roll your damage. All right. So that's 68. So four, nine, 12, uh, 20, ooh, uh, uh, 29. Holy crap. Okay, uh, so Magnus, this huge thunderous blast erupts from the bard, sends a shockwave out from him, 
the chandelier above your head explodes, <laughs> sending uh, raining crystal debris down upon the entire chamber. In slow motion, they get yep. it in the sun. The maybe a dove. Stained glass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all raining down yep. in this whole time. Uh, Paulton was in just superhero land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crystal shower mm -hmm. falls upon you. You can hear, even though you're blasting it this way, the big stained glass window behind you just sort of reverberates in its frame from the, from the echo. And then suddenly, bugbears and goblins go tumbling through the air away from you, cascading over their friends to the bottom of the staircase where you hear half dozen broken necks, oh. uh, lots of broken bones, and the remaining, uh, so two of the front two bugbears mm -hmm. and one of the bugbears behind them got thrown away. So there are three bugbears still yeah. on the staircase and a bunch of dead goblins. After uh, the whole badass thing, mm -hmm. he just kind of stands up slowly and then just immediately throws up the alcohol he just drank from the <laughs> Evelyn was like watching this happen when he was doing the superhero landing and she was like, and then he throws up and she's like, oh. <laughs> I feel better now, yeah. it's out of my system. Uh, so Magnus, what you have, what you see left are six goblins and uh -huh. three bugbears. Okay. Um, and the only reason the goblins are still alive is they were out of the blast area. Got it. Uh, the three bugbears look Really, really, really hurt, and you're up. Okay. Um, so the goblins are untouched. Uh, yeah, they're they're farther down the staircase than the three goblins. What are they wielding? Uh, they are wielding short swords and uh, crossbows. Okay. I have an item uh, that is the. What is it? It's, oh, <laughs> such a good question. Um, <laughs> it's a magnetic charge. That's it, and I can deploy it once a day, and it uh, repels. All metal objects wherever nice. I throw it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to toss that towards the group of goblins. I don't know. It, am I rolling? Or is, is this like it? just a grenade you're sending tumbling yeah, down the stairs? Basically, yeah. you just sort of pull the pin out of it and, huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And what's the blast radius of this magnetic bomb? I think it's however good I roll is, okay. is the rule. As a 20. Ah! Hello! <laughs> it blinks. It lights. <laughs> Available on Think Geek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so they're standing there with their morning stars and their blades in hand, and suddenly this goes out, and all their weapons fly out of their hands. Um, Do I need to dive for cover? Yeah, I was just going to just make a roll for one of them. As this blade comes spinning off toward you, uh, rolls a... And actually, I'll use your ranged attack bonus. Uh, well, my ranged attack bonus isn't that good. What would it be? Where is it? it would just use your, uh, your proficiency bonus and your uh, dexterity modifier. Oh, that's actually not bad. Um, <laughs> that's a five. Okay. Uh, 20. That hits me. All right. So, Sorry. <laughs> so Evelyn was like looking at Paulson throwing up and then a sword just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just hit you in the head for six. <laughs> Pay attention, Evelyn. Uh, but all of their weapons are stripped from their hands, and they stand there dumbfounded, like they can't uh, figure out what's happened. So would you count that as an attack or just like... That's definitely attack. Okay, so I'm going to take my second attack um, and charge one of the goblins with the flaming raging poisoning sword of doom. Okay. So 12 plus 10, yeah. 22. So as you run down the stairs with this flaming sword, the goblin just sort of grabs one of his friends and puts him <laughs> in front of him. <laughs> Um, and like, that is uh, that's 6 plus survival. 24 is 30 points. Okay, you just cleanly cut him in half, cauterize both halves of the goblin. Yeah. And, and then my third attack. 
He's still holding the two halves of his friend. <laughs> 12, plus 10, 22. Okay. That, you, on your upswing, <laughs> he's cut in half. Points. Okay. And then I'm going to action surge. <laughs> That's 16. His other friend who's just standing there going, ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah. 16. Okay. That's 32. Uh, Evelyn, this big flopping noise hits the ground beside you and you see a severed, burning goblin head with the most astonished look of surprise on its face. <laughs> you my seen. second attack on my action surge. <laughs> 26. <laughs> All right. And that's 28 points of right. damage. Flaming, flaming goblin debris flies through the air. Is it 20? Yep. And that's 29 points. Okay. They're Teach all... me. <laughs> <laughs> you can see just flaming wreckage and entrails all around him on the staircase. And, and uh, I point at the last goblin and go, next round. <laughs> <laughs> You can see this puddle just sort of form <laughs> underneath that goblin and expand across the red carpet. And uh, just like, that's the end of my turn. Paul <laughs> sees all his girls like, calm down. <laughs> and Magnus was whistling. <laughs> uh, Paulton, you see uh, the, the wigged man sort of come out of a broom closet and, and look uh, and uh, sort of look at Magnus, and he just goes. <gasps> <laughs> My heart doth tug in twain. <laughs> I can't tell who's going next because my computer decided to lock me out. Even your computer was impressed. Yes. All right, there we go. Uh, we're back at the top. DF, uh, you can hear th- what sound like goblin voices coming up those stairs as you prepare as you exit the room. Okay. Uh, Strict have a way of holding them off. <laughs> Where's the piano? I did, is it helping? It was helping them, huh? Okay. Uh, can you send the piano to the stairs? Yeah. I can send yeah, the, the piano is going to actually probably arrive at this point. So, Paulton, you've got this giant <laughs> animated piano next to you. Yep. <laughs> is there anything? Cool. Uh, I'll just animate something else in here in my. I'll make something else alive. It's fine. Okay. As the piano's walking by, can I like just try like reach out really quick and like play a little something as yep. it runs? Yeah, absolutely. I'll continue moving with Strix and uh, Rainier then, as okay. just trying to get away from the chaos and just still pressing for information. Growing more and more suspicious uh, as this happens. Uh, uh, Rainier will tell you that uh, I'm estranged from my father. He's got spies still in the city, but he's been basically banished to never winter. Are you telling me that your father has the stone? Well, no, he made, he, I believe he must have made it and hid it in the city somewhere. Yes, he did. So therefore, you don't know where it is. No, he doesn't tell me anything. But then, so then you lied earlier and you do know what it is. He says, yes. <laughs> Dieth, like, stops and actually, like, presses him up against a wall, like, threatening. It's just like, if you want to get out here alive and you want everything to be okay, you need to be cooperative. He says, any time that business involves my father, things go badly for the people I care about. I just as soon stay out of it as much as possible. Dieth actually like immediately like removes his threatening pose and uh, then empathizes with him. Right. And just says like, "I'm on the exact same page." And well, like, I hate his guts. He never did anything for me. 
More than ever has Dieth ever connected with another. You turn around, Strix, and they're making out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you, something, there's, somebody struck a chord and it's yeah. not Paulton. Yeah, Dieth, like, almost, yeah, I just empathize them, like, and just tries to, like, completely connect it, and, like, it's, like yeah. I am absolutely the same way. I understand. Yeah. And even with, like, a almost side glance back at Strix behind him, she's trying to find something to, like, animate. <laughs> she's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, he's just like, I'm only trying to protect the things I love, too. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> he says, well, let's get through this together, and then you, can, I, you and I can have a talk. Right, let's keep moving. Strix? She's, like, looking at a vase, like... Totally didn't hear that conversation at all. And she's like, what? <laughs> uh, a, the door that you sort of open up leads to a den. Okay. And you can see coming down through a hole in the ceiling of the den, like an attic hatch, are several men in leather armor. They just drop down to the floor silently. Not that silent. I know where they are. <laughs> well, you can see them. Yeah. You just uh, threw the door open on them. Uh, One of them turns to look at you. All right, their garb or any marking us on their face I would recognize right away. Uh, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 20. Uh, you can see that one of the men has the Zentarum symbol on the back of one of his hands. Is that the bad one or the good one? <laughs> We're not sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm still figuring that part out. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and I don't recognize any of them? No. Okay. Uh, I'll just call out, resent by Davil? Uh, they look at each other and one of them says, yes, we were sent by Davil. <laughs> Do I believe him? <laughs> no. no, but he didn't roll, though. <laughs> I know. But you can see that they're not even pretending to... Hide. Do I consider their postures threatening? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, at, ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, after that, Dieth like uh, kind of puts a hand in front of uh, Raynar, like steps in front of him, focuses for a brief moment, and a misty dagger then appears Woo! in front of it, and then he just throws it at one of them. All right. Yeah. New toy. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it sticks in this stag head on the wall behind him. It was the first roll. Uh, I don't know why I thought this one would be any different. <laughs> it is Renair, a one, in case Renair, you're all wondering. It is a one. Renair sort of looks past the guy you were aiming at and looks back at you and it says, the stag's already dead. <laughs> you hear, let that be a one. <laughs> you hear, you hear Paulton th- from another room, way to kill it, Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> My turn's done. <laughs> all right. Um... And uh, you can see one of, the, one of these assassins kind of looks back at the, the dagger sticking in the stag's head and looks to his friend and says, this is going to be easier than I thought. Uh, the guard's down! At least he didn't call you ding-dong! Yes. Uh, and down below, Evelyn, mm-hmm. you see a figure uh, come out of a back room, um, sort of step over a chair that was knocked over and face off against you. And it is a dwarf whose hand, arm has been cut off here and he's got a crossbow attached to his limb. Now that doesn't seem practical in non-battle situations. (laughs) Right, yeah. I admire the commitment though, you know? Well, then you part the shower though. Uh, Yeah. 
As you stand there amid the flaming wreckage of all these goblins, he can't see uh, your your new buddy Magnus because he the, the curvature of the staircase. But he can see you clearly, mm-hmm. and he stands there and says, realizing that you're obviously a threat, says, "Due to Waterdeep's legacy of greed, I'm going to teach you a lesson in the real use of power." The Morning Lord loves you, too. <laughs> uh, make a perception check. Or not a perception check, a persuasion check. Ooh, persuasion, eh, Chris Perkins? Yeah. How about a 26? Okay. Ooh. He says, what? <laughs> <laughs> the Morning Lord, in his infinite grace, <laughs> loves even you. <laughs> I've been wrong all these years. <laughs> you can change. We can all change. You can kill that goblin if you want to. <laughs> the goblin just falls over with this big bolt sticking out of his head. Between that and the other, the other dude the other day, Paulin's just, how are you doing this? <laughs> You've been traveling with us for how long? We None of us have converted, and you keep converting these randos. <laughs> Go forth and do good. Lead There's on. something we're missing? What's your name? Noska. This is my new friend Noska. Magnus, Noska, Noska, Magnus. Oh, Lena. Oh, hey. <laughs> I like your art. How do you shower? <laughs> I know that that seems really personal to ask right away. I don't. Oh, that's some creative problem solving. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, uh, Holly, uh, what would Strix... So Strix's piano is at the top of the stairs. You're yeah. just going to have to charge down the stairs. Okay, it barrels through the three surviving bugbears. Uh, you can make a melee attack roll. For my piano? For your piano. Um, I really like the idea of I rolled a just one. saying there's a piano. Go- yes. I rolled a one. Oh, that's not good. Uh, okay, the piano Can we stop misses? rolling ones? That would be really nice. So the, the piano, piano starts to tumble down the stairs, and then Magnus, you see this, there's this moment of horror <laughs> when its, its hooked feet get caught, and the entire <laughs> piano just starts to flip and bounce down the stairs <laughs> toward <laughs> ping, pong, ping, pong, pong. Sounds like a Jack White song. And then... Uh, <laughs> and... and uh, <laughs> I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> now, that's bad. I'm sorry. But I do have indomitable, so... Okay. Mm, 11? Okay. You are crushed underneath <laughs> this animated piano um, as it just falls and lands on top of you. Uh, it doesn't... Oh, it deals 10 points of damage as it crushes you and presses you onto the staircase. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine. Bang. You know, it happens. <laughs> All right. And I was run over you sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Strix, what I would you... I how my fog used to tell me. <laughs> Strix, what would you like to do? Uh, did I see that happen? Yes. Oh, whoops. Uh... Where, where Actually, the... no, you, you would have just heard it. Oh, okay. Uh, every, oh. every crash, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> but there are these, uh, these two yeah. assassins who have okay. just dropped down. Yeah, those two... Is, there's two of them. Yes. I would like to twin spell... Polymorph. 
Oh. Oh. Ooh. Hot stuff. And uh, the DC is? Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, what are you attempting to turn them into? Um, since we're in Waterdeep and it's a coastal city, yes. I would like to turn them into two tiny snowy plovers. Ooh. They're little seabirds that are this big and they look like little puffballs. Okay. <laughs> two puffballs. <laughs> With tiny okay. little legs and go peep, 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 peep. <laughs> Uh, Renair kind of looks at you, DF, and she's good. She's really good. Uh, Strix uh, heard that, and she's like, thanks! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and... Uh, uh, okay, the goblin's dead. Noska and I are hanging out. Yep. Magnus is chill. Under a piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, probably still fine. Yeah. Let's you, call it what it is. You sort of see one of his hands flex out. You know. <laughs> Y'all good, buddy? Doing great. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go check on the rest of my party. Are you good? Sure. She, she, she can, can on, her, on her way, I don't know if it would be an action, can she just kind of kick the, the piano a little bit to help him get it off of him? Uh, you can make a strength check. Uh, I don't want to use it as my action. Okay. In that, in that case, yeah. Okay. Uh, then I will... <laughs> I mean, don't you it. got it? That's fine, yeah. Okay. I'm very strong. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Um, this room's clear, though. Yes. Okay, I say, Noska, as your first good deed, would you please help get that piano off, my friend? Okay, awesome. It's this bow arm. <laughs> <laughs> it, sometimes doing the that. right thing is a challenge, and you have to be creative. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, he'll go up there uh, with you. He can't take any actions at this time, but he sort of goes up, takes his one good hand, which has this leather glove on it, and just sort of grabs one of the piano legs, which is sticking up, so that he can kind of pu- pull it down the rest of the staircase off of Magnus. Yeah. I'll be right back, Magnus. I'm also okay. Gonna, also tell Evelyn, and be like, I got him. Don't worry about it. Oh, thanks. So you fly past Paulton, who's at the top of the stairs. By the way, there are three bugbears on the stairs still, but they're, oh. we- they're weaponless at the moment, and a little in shock from the piano incident. <laughs> Turn to the morning lord and be safe! <laughs> you keep on going? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you bust through into the piano room, and in the doorway leading to another room, you see Diath and Renair and Strix. And I, uh, they look safe? They do. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and two little peepee birds. <laughs> Y'all Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the piano, I heard it. It's all right. Uh, uh, you guys can see that somebody that you can't see slides the lid back over that hole in the roof to the attic. All right. And Evelyn is still there. She hasn't acted yet. I have, how much of my movement have I used? Do I oh, have probably like 30 feet. Okay, yeah, so I'm done. Uh, can DF just say, like, can you fly up there and open that? Totes, in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Paulton. So I'm going to go try to help him out. Okay. So I'm going to walk up to the piano and, like... like there are three fl- bugbears between you and the piano, though they're unarmed. They do look like big, vicious brutes. Would it be an action if I did, like, a quick, like, intimidation, like... <laughs> totally. Wait, I'll, is that an action, though? No. Okay. I'll give that one to you for free. Sweet. Uh, so make an intimidate check uh, against them. I'm going to give you advantage. <laughs> I because... don't need it. Okay. Wait. Then you don't have it. Okay. <laughs> well, because my, my first roll was in 19, and okay, so that great. comes to a 25. Yeah. So, so you do of... your little... <laughs> yeah. And you, that spooks them, mm-hmm. and they, they just uh, hurl themselves over the staircase onto the floor <laughs> like, below. Swan dive, right? Yeah, on. pretty much. Yeah, they'd uh, rather take their chances with the floor. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to the piano and like okay. squat down to try and lift it. Yeah. But then instead, 
I'm just going to play a little song on it. <laughs> but that will be me uh, granting Bardic inspiration. Ah. Which will grant him another D10. Oh, that's he nice. to try and oh, roll. A D10 Bart, on you get an roll. Ex- yeah, you get an extra D10 on uh, attack, ability check, or saving throw. So a strength check to get the, get out from under the piano. Is it my turn? And yes, it I'm is. I'm going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strength check. You feel very inspired. Okay, good. Oh, cool. Because that's 14 plus 9, 23. Yeah, he's playing your, he's playing your theme song. You throw that piano <laughs> clear off you. Does it go over the stairs, not to the bugbears? Oh! <laughs> yeah. Do you want to use the piano as a weapon? Can I? Yeah, you absolutely can. Then that's what I did. All right. So not only you, you heave it off, now just make, uh, I'm going to call it, it's, I guess it's a ranged attack with, an, with a weapon with which you're not proficient in, unless... That doesn't exist. Uh, okay. Then we'll say you are proficient in piano, piano. throwing. <laughs> you know. This is how you play a piano. <laughs> not my first time. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and make your ranged attack with this thing. Uh, they are prone, so you have advantage. Uh, so it's a ranged attack, right? Yeah, ranged attack. You have like advantage as I'm on the ring. So the piano just like flies up. Yeah. That's a 27 there. Okay. And then I roll 8 plus 5 for the damage, so 13 damage. Okay, you crush all three to death <laughs> under <laughs> this piano. <laughs> and the piano's done at this point. Like, you don't think it could play anything. It's played its last tune. Excellent. Just gotta turn him like. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And do I still have my move action? Yes. Okay. I Some have, of which would be used to stand up probably. I have a grappling hook. Oh, wow. Oh, I know that the description of is use once a day to climb something like Batman. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm going to use it to like get up to the top of the stairs, get up to the room where, where they are. Okay, you do. Yeah. This grappling hook just comes sailing out of nowhere. Kind of chunk. Hey, so what's up? <laughs> Holland sees him zip, a, zip away. He's like, oh, I want one. <laughs> you could probably get that made here. Um, Ooh. Okay, we are out of initiative. We did it. Yes. Wait, did we succeed? There are no enemies that you can see. I, Diaz had asked me to fly up to the trap door, so I'll do okay. that. Yeah, make a strength check. Uh, only seven. Can I, can I help? Uh, it's up high on the roof of this uh, room, which has got like a 20 foot high ceiling. So if you can get up there, you can. Well, help. I, so I have. The, you have springs throw, in your boots, right? <laughs> well, I do have magic jumping boots. I but, thought so. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw the chance lance and then re- like try to bury it in and recall it to try to like to wedge it, it out. Down. Yeah. Okay. Not great. Um, 17. That's good enough. Okay. Yeah. So his chance lance sticks in it. And then you just so see the Evelyn whole... was pushing on it, and then the <gasps> chancellor just... Pulled down. Pulled oh, oh, down. Okay, okay. Pulled oh. pull down. Yeah, you pull down on it, and you rip the whole trap door out. It cascades down around you, and as you look up, you can see there's a high-pitched attic. And moving through the dust and old furnishings and shroud-covered chests and things in here, you see a darkened figure making its way to an open attic window. I want to tackle it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and make a, uh, a, me- a melee attack. Using your strength and your proficiency. Oh, new. No. Uh, ten. Uh, gets out of the way as you fly toward him, and you just sort of crash into some sheets. And no one can see me, so I'm like, it's all, it's all right, just you, second. You hear a sound like, kablong, <laughs> clang. Oh, boy. Uh, 
uh, and you see the figure uh, leap out through the window. Oh, no. It's not a rat. I lost him. I, I can help. <laughs> and when you go and you look out, you see that he is riding a zip line oh. off of the estate down to a coach. Can I also zip line? Can we see that like through the uh, through the stained glass window? Uh, because it's stained glass, no. The window is barring your view. What what's happening? There's a zip line. Where? Up here. Strix has her broom. Fun. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I can get on my broom. Yeah. Strix, I'm go. gonna try through the right. stained glass window. <laughs> go so, that way, it's faster. Yes. I watched that. And I'm like, as this, as this broom riding uh, woman comes sailing out through an attic window, the glass smashes on the window underneath as you come bombing out. Yeah. Fulton hears, hears crashing and window shatter and yes. the broom and screaming. I'm just like, so what's going on up there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Diaz will uh, like chase after Magnus and try to like poke out and see what's going on. Okay. Not getting an answer. <laughs> Should I come up? I won't if I don't have to. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, you guys. Uh, now that the two of you are outside, and you I mean, get I did to the just window. jump out of a second story window. Do I need to roll something? <laughs> uh, yeah, you land in a thorn bush. So go ahead and make a uh, dexterity saving throw. A thorn. Strix is just like thanks for breaking that window. Five. Okay, yes. Uh, so you land face first oh. into the thorns. Ouch. That's fine. Uh, and you take it only five points of damage. Okay. And you pull yourself out, and you're sort of tangled up in the briars and stuff, and you just sort of rip them all off you. But yeah, you're down in the, the foliage. Uh, and you see her with a smoke trail billowing out behind her broom. And me out the other and window. You too, with leaping my out the window. DF? Uh, what can I see from the window? Uh, you can see a yard below you. Uh, with some, um, uh, you see some fleeing Dung Sweeper Guild people. Can I see the escapee at all? Yeah, you see him. He is basically landed in the doorway of his coach. All right, what does he look like? He looks like a human, uh, sort oh. of thinning hair, uh, built uh, quite strongly, very thuggish, you would say. Uh, all right. I uh, wouldn't, you wouldn't say he is particularly memorable. Like, he's the kind of face you lose track of okay, so in a crowd. Okay, he doesn't have, like, a, any kind of familiar... Uh... You've never met him before. Okay. Uh, he doesn't he... look like Rainier? No. Okay, okay. I, I was mostly wondering that. Okay. No. Can I, can, can I, like, try to go outside so I can just see what's happening? Yeah, you sort of... You get to the front doors, and you realize they're being held shut by something, but you can make a strength check to try to pull them open. Uh, or could I just dimension door through it? Uh, yes, okay, you could. Cool. And when you dimension door at the other side, you see that there are broom handles shoved into the doors to hold them shut, and they look like the Dung Sweepers Guild broom handles. <gasps> oh, no. Like, rude. Kaiser okay. Soze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and uh, you guys surround the coach yes. and stop it dead. Good, good. And that's where we'll stop. <gasps> Did we succeed? You succeeded. Hooray! You protected Renair, you got the bad guy, you convinced Nasca to see the error of his ways. And yes. isn't that the real win? Yes. yes. You also convinced three bugbears to practically kill themselves. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for our little Yay! show. Hope you had a good time.
Hope you enjoy our stay in Waterdeep. We're going to be here for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And thanks, Chris, for the story. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.